Hello, everyone, and welcome back to Real Talk with Bria Realtors. I'm your 2024 Bria president, David D. Dominicus, and I have County of Brant Chamber of Commerce president, Sherry Barna, and executive director, Susan Morton, and they're joining me for this year's second episode. Please say hello, guys, and thanks for joining me. Yeah, it's great to be here. Thanks for having us. Yeah, thanks, David. Awesome. First, I wanted to congratulate you, Sherry, on becoming president of the chamber. It's a great responsibility and role for you to take on. Something we always talk about here is the importance and value of getting involved in your community. Can you share what inspired you to get involved with the chamber and what prompted you to step up and take the role as president? I got involved in the chamber because I simply wanted to grow my business and it's an easy network. It's easy to get in front of people and meet a whole bunch of people that I wasn't necessarily connected to. And uh, so I was a part of that for a few years, went on the board in 2022, 23, I guess, and uh, served there as the marketing chair and then was asked to be president. And I willingly and happily took that (laughs) role. And it's been really great, honestly. It's um, given me a lot of opportunities to grow and to work on leadership skills and just uh, how some things happen that we're really excited about for 2024. That's amazing. And tell us about your business. My business is called Purple Bean Media, which is a digital marketing agency. And we focus on the main three pillars of digital, which is social media management, SEO, which is search engine optimization and designing websites. And then, of course, from there, like people are always asking about traditional marketing and we do that, too. And uh, we just know the need to get out there, build your business, be in front of people, because something as someone who's so passionate about local business that drives me crazy is when people are like, no, I got a website guy from the States or like they're using all these other people. And I'm like, oh, we have such great local businesses right in town. Like, let's use them. That's such a great point, Sherry. And I know. Bria, we're very hyper-local and promoting the use of local realtors. We've got a great um, membership of just around 500, Mm -hmm. and realtors are really engaged in the community. They're also always looking for marketing options, so like a shameless plug for your business because, you know, we always want to connect uh, people. If you can just let our members know your website in case they are interested in getting some some of uh, those services? Yeah, uh, my website is purplebeanmedia.com, which is, uh, if you just Google it, if you Google Sherry Barnett, I should pop up. If I'm doing my job right, I think I'll just pop up. (laughs) (laughs) That is so true, very good. Thanks so much, and I mean, thank you for volunteering. Um, I can totally relate, and especially with what you talked about, uh, the growth aspect of it. Um, I can certainly tell you as being chair and president of the association, Uh, for 2023 and then also for 2024 last year was a huge year of growth personally for me you know getting out of your comfort zone and and getting into uncomfortable sometimes even scary situations or you know public speaking and presenting and those were all things that I personally didn't like uh even podcasts yeah (laughs) So, I mean, I can totally relate. And and I mean, uh, that's the heart of any volunteer. We do it because we want to give back to our communities. We want to give back to the to industries that have treated us well. And, you know, we want to see our communities and and our businesses and, you know, our our members thrive. And we, you know, the, the satisfaction and the growth and the joy that comes from giving back is really the reward. Um, right. So yeah, my hat goes off to you. Great job. 
And Susan, you've been involved with the County of Brant Chamber for over 10 years now. What's the most important lesson you've learned over the years regarding networking and getting involved? You touched on it. It's For me, it's the power of community and partnerships. Uh, like Sherry said, getting out there, meeting other business people, talking about what you have in common, finding out how you can use each other's resources. During the pandemic, it became very clear to me that if you didn't work with other organizations, you weren't going to survive. And we we strengthened so many partnerships. We established so many partnerships and strengthened so many partnerships through that time. And I feel like that's that's one of the, <clears throat> the great benefits that came out of that pandemic, out of something bad, came something very good. So I would just say that networking allows businesses to work together, find each other. And I think businesses that work together succeed together. And I think we need to be sharing ideas, resources. We need to be champions for each other. Talk about the local aspect. Mm-hmm. That's We can all help each other in those, in those uh, terms, you know. Talk about who your neighbor business is and what they do and tell people that's who you should be going to. We've got, we really do have to, to stick up for each other and help each other. So no organization is an island. We can't function alone. We need each other. So I would tell you that the, the importance of networking is to take the time to foster good relationships with others in your community because it will serve you well. Thanks so much, um, Susan. I love what you just said, um, and it resonates loud and clear uh, with me as a fellow volunteer, and I know our members understand it as well. But I really love what you said about no organization is an island. And in our industry, we can certainly relate to that. It's a very, we depend on collaboration, whether it's you know our Canadian association, our provincial associations, our local associations, it's all based on collaboration, and you guys are probably the, a similar structure. Um, and then beyond that, you know, with the greater community and, you know, stakeholders and, and you know, right from A to Z. So it's, it's so important to note. And I loved also what you said about, um, you know, through the pandemic, we kind of realized, hey, we, there's some things that we may have taken for granted, and all of a sudden you know, um, there's some opportunities here to, uh, and, and again, challenges, but we certainly were, were, you know, I think society in general was made quite aware of, of what those things were. And it was kind of a reset on, on priorities. And, you know, I, we don't take meetings for granted in person anymore as much as we did, maybe. <laughs> um, right. Because we were so isolated and we felt like islands. Right. And, it, it was so good to, to, although we had technology, thankfully, that we could still function, but it was very different uh, from being in person like we are today. Um, what are some of the challenges, I guess, that you guys face as a uh, as a chamber in terms of, um, is it tough getting volunteers? Is it tough getting uh, people engaged? You know, kind of the background on, you know, membership, where are you sitting at? How is it looking? We're very interested to know because we're always, again, you know, we 
we face similar challenges and opportunities. I think the challenge is um, you don't know what you don't know. So I tell everyone like networking has been essential for my business. Like one of the best things I did was join groups that will help A, give me actual quality referrals. B, I can meet people. You kind of become friends. You have mentorship opportunities where people have been in the business for 10 years, 20 years telling you, oh, don't make these mistakes. I did that. Um, So I think people who are bought in, they understand the importance of networking. But if you don't know power of networking, you hear a lot of "Eh, networking is not for me. I'm like, then you haven't tried it because it's for everybody. And I think that's the biggest hurdle we have to overcome is like, just give it a shot. Give us a few months and you're going to see that it really does work. Obviously, you get what you give, Mm -hmm. but there is a lot to be said about the, the power of community. Right. And just learning from different businesses. I learned a lot from realtors about how I'm like, how do you? have someone make a purchase and seven years later call you back again like i want to know that power (laughs) so it's like i'm asking the realtors in my circle and i'm like how do they remember your name oh we do this we do this we do this i'm like love it i'm gonna start using that so like you can learn from everybody so i think that's one of the greatest challenges we have and the pandemic we took a hit because small businesses we lost a lot of them that was Mm -hmm. the sad truth of the situation so we're we're in a rebuild mode but I think we're, there's a lot of things happening for us this year that's really going to put us on the map. Yeah. And I think that's, I think there's a momentum that's building now. I can feel it again. So I kind of feel like those last three years were a bit of a wash. And let's pick up from 2019 where we were going great mm-hmm. guns. And mm-hmm. let's just consider it, let's forget those last three years, except for what we established in terms of partnerships and Mm -hmm. those friendships that we made and those connections that we made because those have been huge for us working with the county working with bria working Mm -hmm. with you know brant resource center working now with the paris bia and the saint george business association all those organizations now we can call on and they call on us so it's that is something that we didn't have prior to the pandemic at least not as much Mm -hmm. and i really feel like that that was the one benefit to come out of that pandemic. I'll tell you the other thing it did, it put chambers on the map in terms of raising their visibility to, mm. to for their value, for their worth, yes. because the chambers really were boots on the ground during the pandemic. We helped to roll out a lot of programs, including the rapid test yes, testing program right. for a lot yeah. of employers. That was huge for them when, when it was first, the pandemic was first out and they didn't know can people work? Are they allowed to come to work? They, so I really think there was a lot of benefit for the chambers in terms of raising visibility with the work we were able to do through the pandemic. And the Ontario Chamber of Commerce was huge. And we also are a member of the Ontario Chamber of Commerce. Mm-hmm. And we, we get a lot of resources from them. And they really did help pull everybody together. Mm-hmm. So it was teamwork. Absolutely. And I think, you know, that's a beautiful thing when we when we see that collaboration, that teamwork. And it, you know, through a difficult time, I guess that's one of the, there's, there's many good news stories that came from, from that pandemic, but that's certainly one that is, uh, is really special, right? Just seeing, you know, um, different associations and uh, different community partners, stakeholders just come together and, and kind of help each other to serve the greater community. And that was really good. Uh, and I certainly remember like all those updates and how supportive, you know, your chamber was to small business, uh, because when we look at, you know, small business, like our mom and pop type 
they don't necessarily, and that really drives our economy yes, locally, but they don't have like HR departments and, you know, um, marketing departments and, you know, they, they rely on, on the value from the chamber, for instance, to give them that information so they can help serve their clients and stay relevant and, and keep running their businesses. So, yeah. And it, it, you know, we can relate in our industry through that time because there was, you know, I think back to March, 2020, and we didn't even know, Hey, are we still going to be able to sell real estate? Are we still going to be able to work? You know, what, what does it mean going forward in our Ontario association? I really saw the value and said, wow, you know, they, that, that information flowed down to us. Then we were able to flow it through our members. Um, God bless our president at the time, Raymond Petro. Um, I mean, what a challenge uh, he had to face during that time. And, and we were certainly, you know, again, we turned those challenges into opportunities and, and ways to provide value to our members. And, you know, so it, 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 I totally resonate with what you guys are saying. And now back to your point, Sherry, because I think you made a great point. Why do you think people are afraid to get involved, whether it be networking or, you know, getting out in the community or, or becoming a volunteer? Yeah, I think a lot of people face um, the problem of time like we all do. And I meet so many business owners who are so busy working in their actual business, they don't work on their business. They don't take time for marketing. They don't take time for networking. And I think that is a problem because um, like in marketing, we have like these funnels. You want to always be putting stuff in the top of the funnel and moving people through the sales process. And that is what networking is. Uh, But again, it takes time out of your life, whether you're doing morning meetings or you're doing something in the evening, you do have to prioritize it. And I just feel like people don't feel like they have the time. But I think if they gave it a good solid six months, they would say like, oh my gosh, this is not just worth the time. It's an investment of my time. Yes. So I think it always comes back down to, are you working, are you too busy working in your business and you forget to work on your business? Yeah, that's, I mean, that's a great point. Thanks for sharing. Certainly um, agree with that. And and I want to kind of focus in with you, Sherry, for a minute, because you're someone that's deeply involved in marketing. What advice could you give to realtors? You know, because we're always, in a sense, selling ourselves and we provide services to our clients and we must show them, you know, what we are and, and what we do and what are some effective ways that we can maybe do that or, you know, marketing. I mean, realtors are very, I mean, good marketers, I would say, and we, we wear so many different hats, but it's really nice to have kind of a professional. Um, so any tips that you can share with our members would be greatly appreciated. I just learned about a study called the Fisherman's Friend Study. And what they found was that it takes a certain amount of hours to make someone move from stranger to acquaintance to friend to trusted ally. And I think from, if I'm remembering correctly, from stranger to acquaintance is like seven hours. But the interesting part of the study is that the brain couldn't tell if you were in real life or on screen. So I'm asking people, do you have seven hours of content so people can move from that stranger to acquaintance category? So I think it's always getting in front of as many people as you can, whether you're online or whether you're in at the chamber or any other networking events, you need to be face to face with people. People need to know exactly who you are and what you offer. 
to make it more practical. We all have very expensive phones in our pockets that sometimes we text on, but uh, they actually also are video cameras and really high quality cameras. So I don't think it takes a lot. And I'm an introvert. So to go through all of this, I'm not like networking's the best. No, sometimes I take a deep breath and walk into the room. I would have never thought that. I'm a 100% introvert. I love being alone. I love reading. Real, you too, Susan. Get out of here. Yeah, so it's funny that we're the face of like, meet new people. I promise it will pay off. That's why I can say this strongly. And even like before I started my business, I didn't have a selfie. Like yeah. that's not, I'm not, I didn't grow up in the generation of selfies. So but it's putting yourself out there and it is a little bit uncomfortable, but you do have to uh, stretch yourself and challenge yourself. So I think it's easy. And realtors are always on the forefront. Like they're funny to deal with because they listen to all the marketing. Like they always wear so many hats. Yes. And I think you guys do a really good job, especially with traditional marketing. Your pictures and faces are everywhere. And then it's just bringing it a little bit more personal online. So I would say like utilize lives, you know, um, LinkedIn, you have to act a little differently than you do on Instagram Mm -hmm. on stories. You can be a little more like, personal, a little more behind the scenes, a little less uh, published, you know, on the feed, you might want to come across a certain way and use the reels, use all the opportunities we have and don't put your eggs in one basket because you never know that like if your whole, if all your warm leads are on Facebook, I know it start, it's hard to start at zero on TikTok or zero on Instagram, but you do have to have all the different baskets there because if your Facebook goes down, which just happened to a realtor friend of mine last week, she's like, they thought I was under 13, they took it away. Boom, all of her warm leads were gone. Wow. So it's really painful and I don't think she'll get it back. So I'm just like, that's why you have to spread it out and just be everywhere at all times, which is really hard, but it's just what, it has to happen. So even like before this yeah. or after this, actually, we'll be taking a selfie. Why? To say, hey, we're here on the Maria <laughs> podcast. I thought it was and just to torture me. <laughs> it's not just to torture you. I do this for business purposes. So it's just simple things like that. But you have to keep that top of mind because it's really hard to remember all the time. Oh, take a picture. Take a picture. You're right. So I would say, honestly, that's all it is. It's just like make sure you're consistently online and get that phone out and start snapping. Those are some really great tips. I hope our members will appreciate it. I know I do. Um, Now on the flip side, what are some things that you have seen realtors do in their marketing that are probably not serving them in the best way? Mm -hmm. Sorry to put you on the spot, Totally, it's not often we get a marketing professional uh, (laughs) on our podcast and and we could do a whole show just on this and maybe we'll have to do that at a future episode. But Uh, so, yeah. so for me, I always say, um, what kind of foot do you want to put forward? So I don't necessarily talk about politics unless it's going to be a hill I'm willing to die on. Mm. I'm not going to talk about like certain things. I personally don't show, share my family online just because as someone who's online often, there's like a ton of creeps. Don't mm. be a creep. Yeah. Um, actually, a couple of days ago, there was a restaurant, I think it was in New York City called The Table, and someone had to cancel their uh, reservation. So the person messaged them and just blasted them. How could you do this? This is brutal of you. Well, the person took a screenshot and put it everywhere. So anything you do privately will be public. Like always consider that whether you're snapping someone, whether it's a literal message that someone can screenshot, you really have to be careful because there are receipts everywhere and the internet never forgets. So what you might do when you're 21 and dumb and you think you know everything about everything and you feel the need to comment on every single instance, that can come and bite you in five years. Mm -hmm. So I'm saying to everyone, be very careful. Your online reputation is just as important as your own reputation. So that's what I would say. Just be like, 
Reputation's everything. It's oh. like for me, my name is the most important thing. That's why I. That's why I carry myself a certain way. I don't want people to be like, oh, that chick. Oh, you know. So and that that guided me as I was growing up in a non-digital world. And now that it's digital, I'm like, be careful with what you're texting. Be careful what you know what you're saying. So I think it's just like. Just because it's a private message doesn't mean it stays private. So that is my warning. Well, that's some great advice, Sherry. Thanks so much for um, sharing that and uh, really appreciate it. You mentioned we're going to have some pictures here. Just a special shout out to Jackson that's joining us. Yeah. Uh, he's a co-op student helping Sherry from Assumption College. So thanks, Jackson. And uh, to our members, if you see the photos... Um, it's Jackson's great work, so we appreciate it. To top it all off, I'd love uh, you both to give our members some insight into why they should join the chamber. Uh, and if you can give your top two to three reasons for joining, uh, what would they be? Because we do have a ton of members that, um, you know, are both live in the county, work in the county, uh, and we'd love to get them the opportunity to get connected. Absolutely. So I, I would tell you, my, my top three would be connect with the local business yeah. community, which is what we've been talking about. You need to build awareness of the products and services that you provide. So that's the way to do it. Get out. Get out mm -hmm. amongst people and tell them what you do. Utilize the tools and supports that a membership in the County Grant Chamber of Commerce affords you. And like we've been saying, leverage the membership. You need to build your brand and you need to develop trust, like Sherry was talking about. Once people trust you, they'll seek you out. Mm -hmm. But it takes time. and You have to get in front of people. So those are my big three. Connect with the business community, build awareness of what you're selling, and utilize the tools and supports that we can give you. Awesome. Sherry, anything to add? Yeah, I would just say if you want to build your business, you need to be with business people. Be around the people you want to be around. Yeah. So uh, simple, simple. yet yeah, so <laughs> profound. I love it. Yeah, and I just want to say we tend to get the same members coming out to events. That's mm -hmm. what we find. Okay. So I would just remind, if you're, go if you're going to spend the money, utilize that that membership leverage it which means you've got to make use of it you've got to get out mm -hmm. and that's what i like as an introvert again is that it's familiar faces so my whole thing is like if i connect to one with one new person that was a win for me right. i don't have to connect with the room i have to walk out with one new contact so it's kind of nice i walk in i'm like oh wait a minute. i just see jeff and tom and they're here every week Chit chat with them and i'm like okay now it's time for the next step yeah. so it is uh it's true the chambers offer a lot and i would suggest everyone be a part of one yeah and we're a pretty casual group so if you're if you're a new business and you're nervous about meeting people, I think you'd find that mm -hmm. the atmosphere when you come out is welcoming and casual. And if you're interested in joining, you would ask how to do that. You can come onto our website. We have an online application, yep. www.paracoc.ca. You can also reach out to us on email, info at paracoc.ca. Well, that is wonderful. Thank you both for joining me today for this great discussion. Um, and as always, these podcasts are always available to our members and the greater community and can be found on the BRIA website, Spotify, or Apple Podcasts. Let us know if you have a specific topic you want us to cover or a guest you want us to feature. And don't forget to head over to www.bria.com forward slash podcast and let us know what you think. We'll see you guys next time. Thanks for listening.